With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Russellville.com presents The Book Lance by Chance Wrestling as a Von Erich Hear how he was discovered What happened when he was at World Class And the adventures he had when he left Dallas Also available The Pro Wrestling Vault Volume 1 and 2 Read stories of the Northern Wrestling Federation Jazz Bobby Eaton Thunder Rosa Tracy Smothers Harley Race PJ Black Bushwhacker Luke The Fantastics Ricky Morton Scott Casey Tim Storm Kamala Sal Renaro Jeremiah Plunkett Andrew Anderson And many more Get your books today at Russellville.com Russell it's where wrestling lives. Hi guys, I'm Ruby Roberts and this is the Wrestleville Podcast with Vinny Berry. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Ruby Roberts, professional wrestler from Glasgow, Scotland. How are you doing Young lady, it's good to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm fantastic, thanks. Uh, how is how are you yourself? I'm I'm doing well, and I'm so glad that I have the opportunity to speak with you. I've spoke to some of your friends and colleagues, people that you wrestle with and train with, and they all told me that I need to reach out to you. And so, thank you for for uh, coming on and giving me your time. Absolutely no problem. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So you've been wrestling for, for two years, right? Approximately. Yes. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your journey and where are some of the places that you wrestle? You're on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean from me. So talk to me a little bit about uh, your career and how are things going for you? Uh, so things are going great. Uh, so I've been doing shows for two years professionally and I have been training for five years. And it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster, to be honest, um, getting from point A to where we are now. We've had everything from when I first started wrestling, when I first started training. Um, I was much heavier than I am now. I was, um, I don't know what it would be in pounds, but I was nearly 19 stone. So it's like really heavy um, because I have a condition uh, called fibromyalgia, which is a chronic pain condition. And when I started wrestling, I had a walking stick. Uh, my mobility was really bad. And um, my cousin, who was a wrestler, had started his own school and said, you've tried everything else. Do you want to try wrestling and see if we can get you moving a bit and see if we can, I don't know, get your mobility up? And I was like, yeah, sure. I love wrestling. I tried to do it once when I was younger. and The timing was wrong. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? I've tried everything else and I love wrestling, so let's, let's do this. And from there, I have just 
kept pushing to see what I can do in wrestling because originally I just wanted to be able to move about and take part and then we sort of reached that point and it was well where can we go next can I do full matches built up to that got to full matches and then it was sort of the case of well if I can do that why can I not just see how far we can go just keep pushing just see what I can do with this because I love it so much and because it's something that that I really just don't think I could live without at this point. It's something that has become like my everyday life. Just everything is about wrestling. Uh, we're now at the point where I've, I've got the opportunity to work in other countries as well. So thankfully, um, I got the chance to work in Scotland the first year that I was um, wrestling. I got the chance to work in my home country, Scotland. Um, and then also got the chance to work in Denmark and then Sweden, um, which has continued for the last year as well. And it's just been, I don't even know how to condense it much further. Like it's just been an absolute whirlwind of experiences and people and getting to meet fantastic wrestlers and learn from some of the best people in the world. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's been a whirlwind. And and I did, I looked up 19 stone. 19 stone is 266 pounds. There you and, go. So yeah, and I and I seen a picture. I I, yeah. I I was on your Facebook page. I I saw uh the present, and then what two years ago? Uh, so that was 2017. That picture. Okay, so you're about five or six years ago. Yeah. But it was incredible, incredible difference. Matter of fact, when I saw a, a picture of you um, today, I almost couldn't even believe it was the same person. Yeah, um, it's it's quite funny. I didn't expect the um the sort of level of non recognition after COVID. Uh, during COVID, I really lost an enormous amount of weight because there was nothing else to do. I was I was working, but there was no there was no classes, there was no wrestling. So I just focused on myself and my diet and really exercising as much as I could and really just trying to get myself in shape so that when everything kicked off again and we could actually do shows and I could properly debut, I would be in the best shape possible for it. I did not realise that people were not going to recognise me at all. Like I was running up to people at shows when we finally got back and we were allowed to hug each other again and I was running up and giving people cuddles and they were like, who are you? What? And I'm like, oh, it's Ruby. And they're like, holy, right, okay. Did not, did not recognise you and I'm going... My face isn't that different, is it? And then I look at pictures and I'm like, oh no, it is. It's really like I was a lot rounder in the face before. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I fully get why people don't recognize me. And my hair's blue now. So, right, right. I was going to ask you if if that was from your mom's side of the family or your dad's side of the family. So the purple's my dad's side. The blue's my mom's side. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, you know, I was thinking about what you were you were talking about your your weight transformation, but also too, um, there's there's got to be like an esteem transformation that comes along with that too, right? I mean, yeah, like so the person that I was when I started wrestling was very different from who I actually am. I had um. I had stopped going out as much because of my my weight gain and needing my walking stick. And it, it very much limited how much social interaction I was having. And I didn't realise it, but over time I'd become a very withdrawn version of myself. When I started wrestling, I was suddenly in the company of very like-minded people who had similar values to me and, and were passionate about the same things I was passionate about. And 
through that and also the weight loss and obviously gaining a bit of confidence in myself and realizing that I can do things that I thought I would never be able to do. It's all sort of culminated in me being a much more happier version and truer version of myself. I sort of remembered who I really was and what really mattered to me and what I really wanted to do with my life. Because when I was younger, I really wanted to be a wrestler, like so badly. But it was just something that seemed completely unattainable. I didn't even know that there was wrestling schools in Scotland. And at the time when I was younger, there wasn't that many. I think there was only three and they were quite few and far between so it wasn't really realistic um and now when I look back at it at it I'm like I'm doing what I wanted to do it's just taking me a really long time to get there but I'm doing what I wanted to do yeah and it's a good feeling when you're doing what you want to do right I mean we all have to work or go to school right we all have to do something right but when you're doing I mean when I'm doing what I want to do you know along with the stuff I have to do I'm in a pretty good place, right? Yeah, definitely. I've always said that training is my happy place. When I get to go in, I can just walk through the door of training and forget everything that's going on. I can block out the entire world and I can focus completely on what I'm doing, what the other people are doing, what we're learning that day, and just focus on that. And it's such a good escape from the sort of uh, mundane everything else that, that you've constantly going on, uh, family issues or work issues or anything else that's happening in your life, you can shut it off for like a few hours and just wrestle. And it's it's the, been one of the best things for me for mental health, never mind physical health, Um, just being able to have that space to go in and just shut the entire world out. You had mentioned a little bit ago too, uh, fibromyalgia. Yes. Right. And how how is that affecting you now that now that you're active and you know bumping around a little bit, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. How 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 are you dealing with that, and how is that affecting you? And you know, are you making progress in that ailment? Yes. So the weight loss massively helps. Fibromyalgia massively affects. Um, well, it affects a lot of my body. It's essentially um, an issue with your central nervous system, which then affects every other system in your body. So I am prone to things like um, my joints will swell up. I'll be in random pain. I'll get random headaches, uh, fatigue, exhaustion, brain fog. And these are all things that can happen individually or it can all happen at once. And it totally depends on a whole host of things um like at the weekend i've just come home from sweden and copenhagen uh i had a fantastic weekend wrestling for svensk wrestling and when you're traveling that much and it's extremely hot for me personally it causes a lot of different body issues um different uh areas of pain joint swelling things like that i basically because i use wrestling to keep myself mobile the more i keep myself active the easier it is to deal with like i'm still in pain every day but because i keep so active and because i manage my diet and various other things it it's still something that affects me but it's a lot easier to push through because i keep active um i always make the joke i was like i'm going to be in pain every day anyway so i might as well have fun doing it um and that is very much my reality it's I'm um varying day to day. I can be in sort of a mild amount of pain. That's like that's fine. I can deal with that. That's a bit like having a wee headache all day. To sometimes it can cause issues like 
joints popping out of place and dislocations, things like that. So it it's very much something that I have to manage very differently every day, depending how it affects me. So you very much have to go with the flow um, and just work around it um, find ways to train around injuries or find ways to um, minimize the amount of injuries that you get work smart try and do things that work for me like there's certain things I can't do at the moment I can't jump off the top rope and do a 450 um, maybe in the future you never know but at the moment I can't do that because of the limitations that I've got um, but I'm hoping with more training and just keeping pushing through and continuing to manage diet and stuff I'm hoping it'll just um it'll just be a continuous pain in my ass but I'm hoping I can just keep working through it essentially right, right. yeah and and also too um I'm, I'm sure you're definitely an inspiration for other people who have dreams or want to do things and think oh well, well I can't do it because of this right I mean yeah you you overcame a a big hurdle to be able to do this right so yeah you can definitely share your story uh encourage somebody right <laughs> yeah that's the hope um i really want to i really want to specifically encourage people who have the same condition as me to not let it ruin their life i, I know a lot of people who have this condition through various events that i've been to or things that i've gotten involved with charities that i've been involved with um and it's, I hear a lot of similar stories where people, especially this condition is very prevalent in women who have been diagnosed with the condition and ended up in the same position that I ended up in where it sort of, it beats you down over time and the more you stop moving and the more you let it win, the worse it gets. And it's one of those things, the less you move, the more you're going to be in pain and then the worse the pain is going to get and the worse the injuries are going to be. So... It's one of those things where it can really easily just completely take your life and you're just stuck in the house all the time. I really want to try and give people who have this the the sort of like hope that they can actually manage it and there is ways for them to work around it and still be able to do what makes them happy and what really, you know, drives them. Right, right. And, and you know, I guess while you were... Before you had like your breakthrough, right? You had your, your, I guess, moment of realizing that, you know, this wasn't an attainable idea, right? There was a lot of hopelessness that, that was oh, yeah. there, right? I mean, so, you know, people who are dealing with this condition or any other, um, yeah. Any other thing that is holding them back, there's a hopelessness that comes like, oh man, I'll never get over this, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. There was um due to my weight, I've always had issues with my knees. Um, part of fibromyalgia is also that you have hypermobility. So my joints try to bend too far the wrong way. Um, so if I straighten my elbows out, they, they bend the wrong way, my knees bend the wrong way, like and it's it's something that can cause injuries and stuff. So I very much, when I was at my heaviest, had no belief that I was going to get properly mobile again because my knees were so bad that putting my body weight on them for any amount of time, like trying to walk to the end of the street, used to make my knee buckle. So when I started out with the wrestling training, I used to make the joke that I start everyone else starts at zero and I started at negative 10. 
and it was a it was a joke that I was making because I used to use humor to try and like mask the fact that I was really sitting there going like I can't do this like this is so I remember doing the first warm-up for my first class and I felt so beaten down by it because everyone else was flying through it and they bother that it was and it was sit-ups and push-ups and you know things that you'd think you should just be able to do and everyone else was flying through it and I was struggling so much and at the end of it I couldn't walk properly I, I was just I had that moment of do I really want to try and do this this is so painful like that was that was a lot and I felt like I embarrassed myself but I was like no like no I, I don't want to go back to sitting in the house I don't want to just I can't do that so I had I was like I'm just gonna keep pushing through I'm just gonna keep pushing through and it's that wee moment of no I don't want this to be my reality that I really want to encourage people to be like if you don't if you're not happy with it and you don't want that to be reality there are things you can do to push through it and find your way of making this work for you and really trying to find something that you're passionate about and then use it to get yourself health like healthy or healthier right right and so you were you said at your heaviest you were 19 stone how many yep. how many stones are you right now 11 or 11? just under 11 it's um 10 10 stone 12 so i think i'm about 100 and i think it's about 168 168 ish pounds it, yeah about that it says about 154 oh there it is yeah so that's 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 100 pounds that's about 110 115 pounds right yep <laughs> wow that's that's almost another person yeah yep <laughs> wow that that is that is incredible good for you are you uh are you able to 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 work on your strength conditioning does that help in this, this oh yeah definitely um i've always been so I've always been quite strong for the size of me. Um, I actually am a butcher. Um, I was born into a family of butchers and I've, I've grown up working in butcher shops and food factories and and it's extremely physically intensive uh, work and you're lifting a lot of really heavy things. So I've always sort of done that and currently as my sort of shoot day job, currently still do that. So um I do a lot of weight training at work. I basically try and use work to for my like to my advantage and just try and lift the heaviest things as much as I can, pull the heaviest things, like just do as much physical stuff as possible. Um and it's it's helped a lot as well, being able to keep that physical outside of wrestling as well. Um has sort of helped with this whole process. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever run in the meat locker and punch it a few times like Rocky did and no, I've been warned that's not allowed. <laughs> so talk a little bit about the wrestling scene that's out there in Scotland. I, I, I asked just about everybody I interview from Scotland because I I see some I see some wrestling from over there. I've seen ICW. Is that is that in your area? Yeah, so that's Glasgow. Okay. I've I've seen that program. Uh and I, I think it's a pretty good product. And I think oh, the yeah. characters are, are something else, right? The action is unbelievable. Um, have you had an opportunity to wrestle with that company? Or who, who have you no, wrestled yeah. with? I am working on it. I would love to wrestle for ICW. It's something that I'm very much angling, angling for in the future. Um, yeah, ICW is one of the Glasgow-based companies and they have some amazing talent on there. And I, would, I genuinely would love to go on. 
is is that like one of the top companies out there? I would say so, yes. Um, like I I rate all the companies in Scotland. To be honest, we have a fantastic scene. Um, I I feel really privileged to be honest to have such a diverse scene here as well with so many different types of talent and different styles of wrestling and it's I, I don't know how really to describe it like we have such passionate fans here and they really they they follow everything they want to get involved and they follow every storyline from every company and they're just fantastic it's it's something else to be honest right right yeah and uh i've I, like i said i i've seen the show um who and i and i actually because i've try to follow international as much as i can right i mean yeah. some of the names are familiar to me mm -hmm. right i mean i'm like oh okay i've heard of this person um but who are some of the wrestlers that have come from icw that might have come over to the states so one of my favorites is piper niven Piper Niven is actually from the same area of Scotland that I'm from, and uh, we're all very, very proud of her. She originally started out um, with the name Viper, and then um, when she went to WWE, she was Piper Niven, then Dewdrop, and then back to Piper Niven. That's right. Um, she is, like, in our local area. There was a documentary made by the BBC about her called, I think it's Fight Like a Girl. And our local school show this to the school kids every year um, and say to them, like, you could do something like that. Like, you could be her. Um, especially the girls, they really try and encourage them. They're like, look, this is something different. It's really unique. Like, this is something you could do if you wanted to. And, like, they really use her as an inspiration to try and, and show the kids of this area because it's quite a, a sort of poor area. Um, so they use that to try and inspire them to go and do whatever it is that they're wanting to do in life. Right, right. Yeah. Some and kind of like what you could do. Yes. Well, hopefully, hopefully, that's what I would like to do. You got a a, a very inspiring story that could you. motivate young people. Uh, you know, in a in a very positive, uh, very positive direction. So, hopefully. yeah. But but yes, that that that's good. Yeah, it's kind of neat when you know somebody from your town, right, or from your your local yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that achieve what you wanted to achieve. Who are some other wrestlers over there? I saw BT Gun. I know that he is quite the star over there, right, in your area. Yes, yes. BT uh, is a big deal over here, and he's also like a fantastic person to watch and learn from. Um, I'm really, I would love, I don't know if it will ever happen, but I would love the chance to get a match with them. Um, but there's also, we've got Leighton Buzzard over here who's been traveling internationally recently. I think he was in Canada recently. Um, so many people, I'm trying to think, like so many names. People who have gone on over the pond. Uh, so you've got Kaylee Ray, who else? Sorry, too many options. My brain's going blank. Right, right, right. But yeah, there's been like, there's so many Scottish people that are smashing it right now that I'm like trying to think of all the names because obviously you've got the big one who was Drew McIntyre who originally right. was the ICW champion. He came over to WWE and then came back and then took titles international all over the world um, before going back to WWE. And then there's so many other people. My brain's gone completely blank. <laughs> Sorry. How how do you think that the uh, 
WWE UK program had to do with the the growth of wrestling over there in in that area of the world. What do you, obviously it was a, a positive influence for sure, right? Yeah, definitely. I think we we had quite an exciting wrestling scene round about the time before it, it you, the NXT UK came about. There was a great scene, sort of really emerging, sort of thing, and it was really unique in the the style that it had. And I think what NXT UK really did was sort of provide opportunities to then showcase that to the rest of the world. But I mean, British style wrestling is one of those things. It's been it's been an established thing for a really long time. I think. NXT UK just sort of gave us an extra platform to really sort of show off to the rest of the world on a slightly more like widely watched basis. Well, it definitely put eyes from over here on the talent from over there, yeah. right? And, it, and it, you know, I don't think I'd be watching ICW had it not been for for that, right? Yeah. Because why would I care about ICW? It's not even in my, you know, it's, uh, it's not, in your not area, even in my thought. Yeah. It's, and so when someone says, hey, there's more wrestling way over here and it's really, really good. You're like, yeah. hey, yeah, you're you're right. It is good. And boy, I could get lost in some of that programming. I, you know, there's so much wrestling these days that it's really hard to keep up with. You know, I mean, yeah. To follow something all the way through these days is a lot harder than what it was when when I was watching one program called World Class Championship Wrestling, right? Yeah. I, I never missed an episode. I could probably say that I saw every episode for three or four years straight, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's so much there's so much media to consume now. Like there's and it's on so many with the internet now, like there's so many different platforms to watch it on as well, and so many yeah. different subscriptions and it's it's almost impossible to consume all of it. it it would take up all of your time um i've recently been trying to sort of venture into different styles of wrestling i've been watching some lucha underground and um really sort of trying to see what more high-flying things there are and but trying to actually keep track of everything that's going on is just it's mind-blowing sometimes yeah it's it's definitely hard to do it's definitely hard to do when you yeah. when you have time to watch wrestling. What do you what do you like to watch? So my uh, my watching of wrestling uh, came about with training because when I watched it when I was younger, I actually got I got banned from watching it by my parents. Uh, there was a bit of an incident where I suplexed my brother into a television, uh, and we got completely banned from watching it. So when I started training, I really started consuming wrestling again. So I'm still very much a bit of ironically a basic bitch with wrestling i try to keep up with wwe and then i basically have everyone i know in wrestling sending me suggestions of matches constantly um because i am terrible for getting distracted because of my adhd and just guilt like i'll try and look for something about wrestling and then i'll get distracted by oh i could do a move maybe i could do this maybe i could work this like this and go off on a whole tangent and forget what i'm doing so right. what I, I do is i get all of my wrestling friends, acquaintances, everyone that I know to send me matches and basically just get as much stuff from all over the place as possible. Um, so like I said, recently I've been watching some more um, like Lucha Underground. I've been getting people to send me like Lucha spots, things like that. 
Um, I've been consuming a bit more Japanese wrestling, so I've been trying to go into a bit of Noah um, stardom, um, and basically uh, just consume everything and anything anyone sends me to watch. Right, right. Um, you've you've mentioned a couple of different styles of wrestling. How would you describe your your style of wrestling? So I like to I like to say that it's very much a sort of brawler style with a few extra bits and pieces. Um, I, I I used to make the joke that I I wrestle like what we would call an angry scheme mo, which is essentially a a mother from like a what we would call a council estate, like it's like um government housing, and um just really angry and aggressive and what you would imagine an angry mum with a slipper would be, um, but very alternative and into rock music. I see. I see. Do you, do you play in a band or, or do you do music as well? No, I did venture into being a drummer when I was younger, but life got in the way and I ended up choosing other things. Okay. Well, uh, you, you definitely, you definitely could fit the part. I mean, you can tell yeah. people that you're in a in a band and they'd believe you. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could probably get away with that if I just went into a party one night and was like, yeah, no, I'm the lead singer of a band. As long as nobody asked me to sing, would be fine. Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used, I used to love doing that, too. Get, get, get in the bar and just tell all these wild stories about how famous I, I thought I was. <laughs> So I used to, once in a blue moon with my friend, we used to do this thing where we would just choose a persona and then we'd go into a bar and that you had to stick to your persona. And if you didn't stick to it, you were buying the next round of drinks. So you had to go in and you had to go in full character. But I was always, I had to pick someone that had a decent accent that was similar to mine because I'm so bad at accents that if she tried to give me like American or, or English, it would, it would, I would be able to keep it for about two minutes and then it would just crumble. <laughs> So I had to try and like angle it so that I got like a Scottish character because otherwise it was just horrendous and I was always buying the drinks. Hey, you want to try your American accent right now? Oh, I'll give it a try, but I might get embarrassed. Okay, let's let's see what you got. Uh, so I'm trying to think, oh God, I don't know what to say now. Um, oh God, I'm going to get really embarrassed. So yeah, I don't know. It kind of comes out like this. Um, it's a little bit all over the place. Kind of New Jersey, maybe. It is a lot. It's it's all over the place. Like I can't, like I can't keep an accent in like a region. It like dips in and out of like all over the place. Right. And then if I'm not careful, it ends up kind of merging south and turning into like a an almost like a Matthew McConaughey type thing. And then it just goes Jamaican, and then we're out the window. It's the same as if I tried to do Irish, and you would think Irish would be so simple for a Scottish person. When I try to do Irish, somehow it comes out Jamaican. Like, it's so bad. Well, Ruby, it has been fun talking to you. I, I really <laughs> enjoyed your, <laughs> your stories, and uh, I enjoyed talking to you. Um, you know, you're you're traveling a lot. What what do you, you know, two years in, what do you hope to do in, in the next three to four years? What, what, do you, what do you hope for yourself in pro wrestling? Everything. Uh, I I very much want to try and wrestle in as many different places as possible. I just want to keep, like I said, keep pushing and seeing how far I can take this. I just as many different people, as many opponents as possible, as many countries as possible, and as learn as much as possible. 
um, and hopefully make it over the pond to America. That would be great. That, is, right. that is hopefully the plan. Well, if you ever do, and you're in my neck of the woods, I'll I will give you a shout. Yes, I'll come get you. Say, hey, remember me? <laughs> we'll have a good chat. All right. Well, Ruby, thank you very much, and have no a good day, and I appreciate your time. You too. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. About world-class championship wrestling and Lance Von Erich. It doesn't sound like wrestling to me. Find out what brother Lance was created for. It wasn't Mike. Read why Chris Adams escaped authorities in another country. Find out how they hid the severity of Kerry's leg injury. And all that too. Lance by chance. Wrestling is a Von Erich. Buy your book today at Russellville.com.